You're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. Like Jay said, I, I've got a different word for this morning, um, but it's not as last minute as that sounds. Um, over the last two weeks, um, I've had just the valley of dry bones in my, in my mind. That's all I've been thinking about. Um, and not, not from the point that there's, there's something that, you know, normally when I have a passage like that on my mind, it's because there's something that the Lord wants to teach us that we haven't seen before. Right. It's a familiar passage. It's something that we've read that we've all been. If you grew up in church, you've heard this passage taught on. You've heard it spoke on. Um, but it's it's that's that's not what it was this morning. It's not that we need to look at it and reexamine it because we've missed something in it. The reality of it was that. And I, like I said, I've had this on my heart for two weeks. We just need to remember the significance of the God that we serve. And then Jay sends the text yesterday, and I've had, this, I've had the sermon ready for several days, and Jay sends this text yesterday of reverence and remembrance. And I just, I knew right then and there, I kind of kept it at the forefront of my mind that I was going to just preach the message that I had, and it would work no matter what. Um, but in the back of my mind, I kind of knew that that's not where we were going this morning. And so we're going to be in Ezekiel, we're going to start in Ezekiel 36. Um, we'll be in verse 21 to start. We've talked about, uh, we didn't have a message last week because of what the Lord just told us to do. We just sat in that worshipful moment and there's significance to that, I believe. We, we have, I, I hope that we recognize that the Lord called for a prayer and worship series that lasted nine months to understand prayer and worship deeper and, and with a, a more significant understanding that we could operate in it correctly. The Lord had us go through this series for nine months. And one of the main things about that series of understanding that we needed to understand was that when times of shaking come, when we don't know what to do in the midst of the circumstance, our response should be prayer and worship. When we know what to do, it should be prayer and worship. And we now find ourselves on the shores of uncertainty of not knowing what tomorrow is going to look like, not knowing how the Lord can do what only He can do, but recognizing that the Lord's got to do it. Because if man continues its efforts, sundown will fall. It will be like so many communities that have come before. It'll just be a town with stories of people that used to be there. And it's, it's important for us to recognize that what the, what the Lord is doing in that, what He's calling us into, and He has asked us in this moment where we have people that we've loved, that we've cherished, that we've loved being here, that we thought we're going to be a part of building what the Lord is doing, those people have all been called away. So many of them have been called away. They're just not here anymore. They're not in our community anymore. And so we sit on the edge of uncertainty, at least I sit on the edge of uncertainty, not knowing how the Lord can do what He said He's going to do. Not sure. I don't understand it. Um, and so sitting on the edge of this, what has he asked us to do the last two weeks, but to worship and pray, 
And that's what we did last week. We just sat and worshiped. And this, this morning, it's going to be a, it's a very simple uh, set, like Jay was saying, where we're just we're going to sit in, in time and presence with the Lord. But before we go into this moment of reverence and remembrance, I just believe so strongly it's important for us to remember the God that we're serving and remember the God that has called upon us for such a time as this. For such a time as this, he has called us. And who is this God that we serve? And so that's what I want to look at this morning. Ezekiel 36, verse 22. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, it is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations and which you have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when through you I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness. And from all your idols, I will cleanse you and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status and obey my rules. How many know this has been, this is a finished work. This is, I just, this is a precursor. Recognizing that this has been done in us. What the Lord prophesied that he would do for his people, we have been adopted into and he has done for us. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, now to 37. Chapter 37, verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones and he led me around among them and behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter you. You shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you and will cause your flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a sound and behold, a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked and behold, there, was, there were sinews on them and flesh had kind of come upon them and skin had covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them and they lived and stood on their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, behold, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We were indeed cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and raise you from the graves, O my people, and I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken. I will do it, declares the Lord. 
reverence and remembrance. It's important to remember the God that we serve and the things that he's done before. I've talked about this time and time again, to repeat the promises, to repeat the miracles, to talk to yourself often of what the Lord has done, to share your testimony with yourself on a regular basis, that you would keep at the forefront of your mind the faithfulness of God. But then the reverence. I like that word. It is a word that is lost amongst our culture. To have reverence. We used to have reverence for the elderly. We used, we used to consider our elders to, to pretty much be royalty because of the knowledge and wisdom and understanding the life experience that they had that they could guide us in a direction. And what have we done now? As soon as they start getting a little bit down, we put them in a home. Forget about them. Just kick them off. One of, one of the ministries that Amy Green does, it's so, so wonderful, is she just goes to these nursing homes and loves on these people that haven't had family visit ever. We've got uh, some of you that have family in nursing homes, and you guys go see them and you talk to them and you know how many people have been forgotten by those that love them. We have no reverence in our society anymore. And we at times, in moments of obedience, we lose reverence for the Lord because of the impossibility of what he's calling us into. I'm like, oh, this is big, but I don't know that he can do it. We don't revere the things of God, recognizing that the God that caused a valley of dry bones to rise and grow new flesh and become alive again, commanded the wind that came in and that they would live, a nation alive, an exceedingly great army would rise again. This God, that parted the seas, not once but twice. This God that flooded the earth. This God that has, that has sent His Son to die upon a cross and then would raise Him from the grave for our sake. This God has asked for your obedience now. We've been talking about it, um, just the yes. And Jay said it earlier, just talking about his grandma's. The, the yes that they said to God is a yes that he still stands on. And their yes has allowed us to have a worship pastor today. Our yes now will build or destroy a generation. Because there are only two answers. Yes and no. A yes causes dry bones to rise up. And a no causes them to stay still. What will be our response? Will we revere and recognize that this God that has called us to establish the kingdom of heaven here on this earth is the same God that spoke to dry bones and they grew and they were alive again? And so I'm wondering, church, if we could be these people. Let me find it real quick. These people that say to the dry bones... To rise. That we would do as the Lord commanded. That we would stand in the valley. And we would have resilience in this valley. And we would speak to the dry bones. Dry bones rise up. Dry bones rise up. Dry bones rise up. Until they rise up. Continuing to speak it. 
that we would say, we would prophesy over these bones that are before us here in sundown Texas. Thus says the Lord's, behold, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. That we would command sundown Texas and these valley, this valley of dry bones that exists within it to rise up. And we would speak it with reverence, knowing that the Lord God that rose the bones from long ago will do it again in our city. And he has called us to do such a thing. Can we stand in the valley? Because what we do is we speak it once and it doesn't really happen. And we try to start figuring out a way out of the valley. Church, we are in the valley right now. But it's important to recognize the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. There is not a one of you that has not been placed here. You have been placed in the valley. The Lord has led us into this valley that we find ourselves in right now. We are here for a reason. And our reason is to speak to dry bones that they would rise again. But we have got to remember that we serve a God that has spoken to dry bones and an army grew from them. With flesh and, and life and breath in their lungs. Remembrance and reverence. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.